Yes, we're easy to love, all right. Billy Holiday from 1939, ladies and gentlemen, leading us off here this afternoon at episode 146, the day after Father's Day for Monday, June 18th, 2018, 61818. How appropriate it is, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to the best Monday pre-show here on TalkShoe.com, here at Raw Radio. you got the human suplex machine, John Gross from Farmville, Virginia. you got our friend in Florida. We'll be hearing from the Heartbreak Kids shortly. And, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Welcome to another edition. Let's give you the number now here at 146 1724 444 7044 Call ID 138744. Pound, you can join us until 5 o'clock. We are expecting the King Queen of Madness, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lindos, along with Mr. WCW this afternoon, Chad Hinshaw, and the host of many more. How are you here on the panel? Let us welcome John right now to number 146. John, how are you today? Good. Good, good. And I am good, too. How are you? Despite the heat and humidity, of course, it is warm everywhere. Hopefully, you're staying cool with us today, however, by the AC or by the swimming pool, however, and listening to our show this afternoon, however, we're also encouraging everyone to be very careful this heat and humidity. I know it's 91 here. I know it's 95 down in John's neck of the woods today because it is extremely, extremely hot. But, John, speaking of hot, however, we got a lot of hot topics to discuss, so let's get into the news today. The first one, obviously, of course, came this morning. AJ Styles found out. He is the new cover boy of the 2K19 video game, the phenomenal one who had an unbelievable match last night at, at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view in Chicago. However, scored the deal, however, early this morning and is now the new excuse me, poster boy, if you will, of the 2K19 video game. Your thoughts about this? I love it. 
And I think everyone does too. If you're an AJ Styles fan or not, Howard, congratulations goes to the WWE Undisputed Champion, the phenomenal one, after a great match last night with Shinsuke Nakamura, of course, at the Money in the Bank show, which we'll talk about as well as TakeOver here this afternoon. We definitely want to say congratulations to the phenomenal one of gracing our cover, Howard, for the 2K19 video game. John, speaking of hot, Howard, tempers were flared in Chicago over the weekend, Howard, and of course it happened twice, however, shall we say, however, in back-to-back instances. The first such case, however, happened last night after the show ended, however. According to reports, however, we understand Paige was leaving the arena, if you will, high-fiving fans and in her rental car, we're not sure who, when somebody out of the blue pie-faced her and assaulted her. Since then, they have not found any charges against the gentleman, however, who did this or what this guy was all about, however. But, John, WWE is taking this matter very, very seriously, however. And right now, Paige says, however, that the guy was very disruptive. This guy was a little incoherent. We don't know his age and background yet. But uh, that being said, WWE kind of uh, really dropped the ball on this one, if you ask me, as far as what happened last night after the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, Your thoughts about this? (laughs) Well, guess what? That guy needs to be real careful if if he ever sees Paige again. I would say that, but I would also say that if I'm WWE, I would ban this man from not attending any more live shows in Chicago. I mean, this guy was a little, I don't know, tipsy or not, however, if you ask me, but this guy was definitely uh, not worth it. And our friend tells us right now that hopefully that this guy gets caught. I would agree there, no question about it. This guy definitely went way out of bounds, however, with what he did last night. And, of course, he also made some remarks to Paige, however, about her personal life, however, that Paige did not find too flattering, if you will. And if we want to hear from our friend, also like to hear his thoughts about the news story about AJ Styles being the cover boy of the 2K19 video game. In fact, he says, I don't like to hear stories of Russell Sly Steven getting heckled or attacked. I would agree there, no question about it. John, another story we're following, obviously, is what happened during the Roman Reigns Jinder Mahal match. Charles Robinson had a lot to say about this, however, after the match last night. In fact, fans were chanting, this is awful, you still suck, end this match, CM Punk, Johnny Gargano, I don't know. John Cena's name was brought up. In fact, this is what he tweeted about this morning, however, about the whole thing, however. For a great town that Chicago is for wrestling, however, one of the best ever, it is really disappointing that they can be so disrespectful when guys like Jinder and Roman are busting their butts and giving us a great match. Your thoughts about uh, the comments made by Charles Robinson? Oh, is this going to land him in trouble with WWE? I would say no. I mean, he had a chance to uh, voice his opinion about this, but I think the fans were a little out of bounds with their remarks again last night in Chicago, if you ask me. Your thoughts? Yep, I agree. And, of course, our friend tells us that he's happy for AJ Styles to be announcing the 2K19 cover boy, so that's really good thoughts there indeed. John, another story we're obviously following, of course, is what happened over the weekend in New York, of course, at Long Island at the U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson, of course, however was the story on his birthday, and which was also my mom's birthday on Saturday, if you will, happy birthday to her, by the way. But Phil celebrated his birthday well, let's just say going out of bounds, however, and as a result, however, he was almost disqualified and tossed in the U.S. Open. Instead, he finished the U.S. Open, but some people think he shouldn't have finished the U.S. Open. After putting off to the green, however, he came back a second time, putting as the Ball was rolling down the hill, however, and off the green, back up the hill. The USGA and the PGA guidebook says you are not allowed to hit twice in the same case, however. That being said, he was he was not disqualified. He was not tossed from the open, but he did take a 10 
uh, score on this par four. Hour. He finished with an 81, but the story here, John, was not only Phil Mickelson, it was what Brooks Kepka did, however, by going back-to-back as U.S. Open champion, holding off Englishman Tommy Fleetwood and U.S. American Dustin Johnson. So congratulations definitely goes out to Brooks Kepka. But, John, the story here was Phil Mickelson, what he did, however. Should the PGA, however, mind you, reprimand him for his next tournament or next few tournaments because of this, or is this water under the bridge? Water under the bridge. I would say so, too, but you never know. The PGA and USGA can be sticklers. I would agree there, no question about it. Of course, as you know, they are in uh, Connecticut this week for the Travelers Championship coming up later this week. How are up in Hartford? We'll have to wait and see if Mickelson will be playing or not. But uh, we know the U.S. Open is in three weeks. How are Carnoustie, Scotland, one of the toughest courses over there in the uh, – Scottish Kingdom, if you will, but we will definitely be watching this very carefully, however. Uh, one thing I will say, however, Joe Buck, I mean, this guy beat this thing to death, however, literally for two days straight on Fox News, if you will. And I'll tell you what, however, I just wish, however, and I'm saying this here and now, folks, however, I think this guy just really just a lot of let this subject die down, no pun intended, but he kept going out of bounds by saying, Phil should have been disqualified, he should have been this, he should have been that, however. I mean, I'm sorry, just let it go already. Seriously. I mean, enough is enough, if you ask me. I mean, he is not a great announcer. I'm sorry. His father was a great announcer back in the day, announcing baseball with the St. Louis Cardinals and doing other sort of sports. But as far as Joe goes, he can't announce football with Troy Aikman. I'm sorry. He's not all that great. He's not all that really particularly good at baseball, in my opinion. And as far as golf goes, he puts you kind of to sleep, if you ask me. If I want good announcer, I want guys like Dan Hicks, Johnny Miller, Nick Fowler, Jim Nance. I mean, I'm sorry, Joe Buck does not do it for me. But like I said, however, we'll have to wait and see what they say here. In the meantime, however, let us remind you, of course, coming up tonight at 11.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, John will have your birthday, or excuse me, we'll have a lot to talk about, including takeovers we'll be talking about here in just a few minutes, as well as money in the bank, of course. We've got a lot to talk about this afternoon. Be sure to check that out on Facebook.com at G-R-O-H-S at Facebook.com tonight at 11.30. John will definitely have a lot to talk about from this past weekend in Chicago. And I see us uh, right now on the line joining us right now is the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie However, Let's welcome him in right now. Fonzie. Welcome to 146. Okay. Uh, well, Fonzie, we were talking about AJ Styles being the 2K19 video uh, cover boy and also the U.S. Open Phil Mickelson story. I want to get your thoughts, however, about these two stories before we get into birthdays and dates with John. Uh, oh, I just heard this. This now. Well, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> So you are pretty much agreeing with what we're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, we're going to be talking about TakeOver here and Money in the Bank here in just a few minutes. John's going to give us the birthdays and dates right now, however, as we will hear them right now. And when we come back, folks, John, myself, Fonzie, and also our friend Howard will weigh in with our thoughts about TakeOver, and then we'll get to what was a very unique night in Chicago, again, with Money in the Bank. So let's turn it over to John right now. Okay, 34 years ago today in New York City, Sergeant Slaughter beat the Iron Sheik in a boot camp match. And that would be one of Slaughter's last bouts in his second run with the company. Late in that year, Slaughter's real name, Robert Remus, was fired from the WWE. One possible scenario is that he missed the show in protest of not being given six weeks paid vacation and Vince McMahon fired him on the spot. Another possibility is that McMahon wouldn't allow Sergeant Slaughter to be a part of the G.I. Joe toy line, and Remus quit the company 
in protest. He would return to the WWE in the summer of 1990 again as Sergeant Slaughter, but under his most controversial gimmick, an Iraqi sympathizer. He'd have a brief run as champ in early 1991. Yes. Um, 26 years ago today, WCW presented Clash of the Champions 19 from the McAllister Fieldhouse in Charleston, South Carolina. And um, the championships, they were vacated in early 1991. This was the new NWA World Tag Team Champions. When WCW began referring to NWA World Tag Titles as the WCW World Tag Titles, um, Steve Williams and Terry Gordon, the Steiner Brothers. 25 years ago today, WCW presented Clash of the Champions XXIII from the Scope in North <laughs> And this just for the in-ring return of Ric Flair, who despite returning a few earlier to WCW. To cover for the no-compete clause, Flair was given a talking segment, Flair for the goal. The assumption was Flair about since his departure was a huge fight in ratings for his first WCW match in two years. However, TBS and WCW turned out to be very, very, very wrong. The show was both the lowest-rated and least-watched clash to date, and the Hollywood Blondes ended up taking the fall for it. The duo was split up a few months later. They wrestled, and they, the Four Horsemen and the Hollywood Blondes wrestled in a best of two falls. The second fall was won by disqualification as the championships did not change hands. 22 years ago today, 22 Sorry, I'm sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Two years ago today, WCW presented Great American Bash from the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. And that show was noted for Scott Hall and Kevin Nash returning to pay-per-view for WCW. Yes. One of the questions asked in the interview was apparently for legal purposes. The outsiders were asked if they still worked for the WWE. They both said... No. WWE alleged that WCW implied that Hall and Nash still worked for the WWE deliberately misleading fans. This led to a years-long lawsuit between the two promotions. That suit was settled in August of 2004, an undisclosed sum, but that lawsuit gave WWE the right of first refusal should WCW ever come up for sale. Which it did three months after the suit was settled. Moments later, Bischoff was powerbombed through the stage when he did not give the name of the three people that would face the outsiders in a match. Also making his WCW debut was Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, but he lost to Dean Malenko. And that was a good match, I remember, too. Uh, Rick Flair and Arn Anderson beat Kevin Green and Steve McMichael because Steve McMichael turned on Green and joined up with the Four Horsemen. Yes. All right. 20 years ago today, on a Raw is War taping in Austin, Texas, Adam Copeland, better known to you all as Edge, made his debut, and his debut aired six days later. 
And he had a quick matchup with Jorge Estrada injuring his neck. And Les Edge won the match by countout. He would eventually return to the ring, but would compete primarily on a few Super Astros tapings until his release in August of 1999. And after that, Edge went on to have a moderately successful career before his retirement in 2011, winning 11 world championships, 14 tag team championships, the 2001 King of the Ring tournament, the 2005 Money in the Bank ladder match, and the 2010 Royal Rumble, the first man to win all three. Yes. At the time of his retirement in 2011, he had massed 31 total championships. Amazing. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, five years ago today, WWE presented payback from from I guess now WWE's favorite place now in Chicago. Yes. Curtis Axel won the WWE Intercontinental title over Wade Barrett and The Miz. The win made Axel and his late father, Kurt Hennig, the first father-son duo to win a singles title in WWE history. Yes. AJ Lee defeated Caitlyn to win the WWE Divas Championship. And that was the beginning of AJ holding the championship for nearly 10 months, then a WWE record. However, she would lose it the night after WrestleMania 30, and that's when you were there, J.D. That's right, when Paige made her debut. Yep. Yep. Alberto Del Rio defeated Dolph Ziggler. Well, well, you know what? I'm going to say this. Alberto Del Taco yes. defeated Dolph Ziggler to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, CM Punk defeated Chris Jericho. This was CM Punk's first match back, by the way. Yes. Um, let's see. What else? Three years ago today, WWE announced the roster for annual video game WWE 2K16. The first names announced were Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryan, Paige, Wade Barrett, and Finn Balor. Huh. And on that same day, WWE announced that they've launched a gaming channel on YouTube. The press release on Up, Up, Down, Down, which stars Xavier Woods. Yes. And I like that. Uh, I know... We had a birthday, and this is a somber birthday. Today would have been the 58th, 59th birthday of the Ultimate Warrior. Also, happy 24th birthday to Rezar of the Authors of Pain, who will be back on TV maybe as early as tonight. Uh, happy 55th birthday to the Sandman, James Fullington. Also, happy birthday, however, to another guy who would have been 76, however, on Saturday, Paul Jones, number one Paul Jones, used to team up Ricky Steamboat, of course, had the Paul Jones Army with Ivan Koloff, along with a bunch of other guys, including Shaska Pez Watley, Manny Fernandez, and uh, other superstars, the Barbarian, of course. And happy birthday also to my mother, believe it or not, who had a birthday this past Saturday. So happy yep. birthday to all those people. That's a uh, Sunday. 34 years ago today, Mad Dog Vashon made his WWE debut. The five-time AWA World Champion was 54 at the time he joined the company. Hmm. Yep. And also, also, 33 years ago today, 
Terry Funk made his WWE debut. Huh. Interesting. And also making his debut in that same taping was Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, yeah. That's right. His first match was against Aldo Marino, believe it or not. And also that taping featured the U.S. Express defeating the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. 23 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Sandman beat Cactus Jack in a barbed wire massacre to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. Highlights of the match aired on the June 27th edition of ECW Hardcore TV. Note, the match does contain graphic content and may not be suitable for all viewers. The referee refused to award the decision to Cactus after Sandman did not answer the 10 count, saying a barbed wire match could not be won on a standing 10 count KO. Sandman grabbed Cactus Jack from behind and choked him with barbed wire, knocking him out and winning the match. When the fans realized that Cactus didn't win the title, they were livid. I believe it. Only in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) The audience surged and shoved the railing against the ring apron in an attempt to trap Alfonso. He barely jumped into the ring and eventually made it backstage. Had to be smuggled out of the building in the trunk of a car because fans nearby were waiting for Alfonso by his car with baseball bats. Oh, jeez. Oh, yes. On that same show, the gangsters made their ECW debut attacking the public enemy. 22 years ago today, NJPW presented Skydiving Jay from Budokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan. I'm still laughing about that that incident. Where... Yeah, I remember that. I remember that nicely. Yeah. All right. 16 years ago today, Vince McMahon addressed the walkout and firing of Stone Cold Steve Austin publicly for the first time since his walkout a week earlier. The Rock, who was scheduled to make his return the next month, made his return and called out Stone Cold Steve Austin saying, Austin can take his ball and go home. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Eleven years ago today, TNA presented Slammiversary. Yes. And from Nashville, Tennessee. That show featured the first TV interview of Jeff Jarrett following the passing of his wife, Jill, of breast cancer the previous month. Jarrett said he didn't know when he would wrestle again, but he did, however, return to the ring in September of 2008. Where was that again? Nashville, you said? Yep, Nashville. Okay, and speaking and, and speaking of TNA, how are we want to tell you real quick how are they have now set up the main event for TNA for Slammiversary this year. It will be Austin Aries, I believe, defending the TNA... World's Heavyweight Championship, or the Impact Heavyweight title, however, mind you, taking on Moose, believe it or not, I believe. Yep. Kurt Angle won the King of the Mountain match to win the vacated TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Seven years ago today, in an interview with the Los Angeles Times, Shane McMahon openly addressed for the first time his decision to leave WWE. A decision he called brutal. Yes. That same day, 
Nigel McGuinness was released from TNA. Yep. That same day, a jury in Georgia also awarded the Benoit family, represented by Nancy's mother, Maureen Toffolini. Yes. Right after the verdict was read, the judge presided over the case as well. That is correct. Uh, six years ago today, WWE presented No Way Out from the IZOD Center in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yep. Um, let's see. John Cena beat the Big Show in a steel cage match and had Big Show lost. John Laurinaitis would be fired. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have one birthday on Sunday, and that is Minoru Suzuki turning the big 5-0. But also, happy Father's Day to the new dads, past and present, however. Or if you're meeting dad for the first time, happy Dad's Day to you all. All right. Last but not least, June 18th. We're going to get that up here in a few minutes. And while John's doing that, let's remind you that coming up, of course, this Wednesday night. Oh, here we go. Up, but, but before you, John, get to that, let me talk about some other things real quick. This Thursday, don't forget to check out Wolfpack Radio at 9 p.m., 138521 pound. Gerard T. Smith and I, the rest of the gang, will give you, of course, the news headlines of the day. John will have birthdays and dates. Also, on Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about the SmackDown recap from tomorrow night's show live from Toledo, Ohio this week. And also, the SmackDown matches of Money in the Bank coming up this week. However, on Revolution, 138055 pounds, Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you again. John will have the birthdays and dates. 8 o'clock, we'll talk about wrestling debate with Gerard, Michelle, myself, and the rest of the gang, 139925-pound. Of course, this week we'll have a lot to discuss, including Raw, Money in the Bank, and the countdown heading into Brooklyn. What does the WWE have to do this time, however, in order to get their ratings back on track? And also, what do they look like heading into SummerSlam? We'll kick it around at the debate table this Wednesday night. Be sure to check that out. And then at 6.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, join John, myself, and the rest of the gang with Outside the Road for we'll talk about the latest politics, movies, sports, and everything, including a uh, record for The Incredibles. Yes, folks, The Incredibles did pretty well this weekend. It was an incredible movie that's just, say, grossing over $180 million in its opening weekend. Can it continue to do well this weekend? How are coming up with Jurassic Park due out this week? We'll have to wait and see, but check it out this week. The call ID is 141387. Be sure to check that out at 6.30 p.m. All right, 50 years ago today in San Angelo, Texas, the Funk Brothers beat Carl and Kurt Von Braunier to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Huh. 23 years ago today, WCW presented the Great American Bash from the Harrow Arena in Dayton, Ohio. Huh. About 6,000 were in attendance with 1,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. So some estimates have the number of home buys at only 9,000 this was the first American, Great American Bash since 1992. Um, let's see. Uh, Sting defeated Mang to win the vacated WCW United States Championship. Huh. Uh, the Renegade defeated Arn Anderson to win the WCW World Television Championship. And of course the renegade and of course the renegade I'm gonna tell you all ladies and gentlemen was not the ultimate war. Jim Helwigan said it was a guy by the name of Rick Wilson. Sad to say we will lose him, however, to apparent suicide, if you will, many years later. Yeah. Seventeen years ago today on Raw is War, DDP made his WWE debut as the mystery man who stalked the Undertaker's wife, 
Sarah through a series of cryptic videos for weeks. That's right. Yep. Um, while it was the debut he got, it wasn't the one he wanted. He's relayed it numerous times, like on the Pancakes and Paris Slams podcast. Yes, that's right. Yep. Um, I think there was plans that he wanted to face The Rock. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yes, I believe that sounds right to me. Yes. Uh, 13 years ago today, Ring of Honor presented Dash Death Before Dishonor 3 from the Men in Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. Now it was headlined highlighted by CM Punk's filtered build final match. Final match with the company before heading to WWE. Uh, CM Punk defeated Austin Aries to win the ROH World Championship. Remember that stuff about being CM Punk's last match? Turned out he lied about that. What's who's this? CM Punk. What'd he do? Uh, he he had his last match at Ring of Honor, but he lied about it. Yes. And before we go anything else, uh, uh, folks, we do have some breaking sports news just coming in. However, thanks to ESPN, and hey. I don't know, if, I know, Fonzie, you probably saw this too. And John, this might interest you too. According to reports from ESPN, we understand that Barry Trotz, the coach of the Washington Stanley Cup champion Capitals, has resigned. Has what? quit. Yes, he has quit. Apparently, according to reports, this is moments. Yeah, this is this is what Trot said earlier today. However, he made this statement just a short time ago. And this is from ESPN. After careful consideration and consultation with my family, I am officially announcing my resignation as head coach of the Washington Capitals. When I came to Washington four years ago, we had one goal in mind, and that was to bring the Stanley Cup to the nation's capital. We had an incredible run this season, culminating with our players and staff achieving our goal and sharing the excitement with our fans. I would like to thank Dick Patrick, Brian McClellan, and Mr. Lesson, Leon, Sis, Leon Sis, Dick Patrick, and yeah, Brian McEllen for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this great organization. I would also like to thank our players and staff who work tirelessly every day to achieve our success. John, your thoughts about this breaking news that Barry Trotz has quit as the Washington Capitals coach? Well, I mean, I guess he wanted to spend time with his family. I mean, this is a guy who three weeks ago, folks, won the Stanley Cup. Three weeks ago. And now he's decided to hang it up. Fonzie, what's your take of this whole thing? That is, that is funny as hell. Yeah, considering his contract was set to expire at the end of the month, he was 205 and 89 in four years with Washington, and for his career, he had been Nationals coach the first 15 years with a total record of 557, 479. But like I said, he was going to start talking this week about a new contract, but now. I guess that's not going to happen now because he's decided to handle his, his, his decided to uh, quit as the uh, coach of the Washington Capitals. I, I'm stunned about this. I really am. And we'll talk more about this throughout the afternoon, of course. If we hear anything more developments, if Fonzie hears anything, or John, if you hear anything on ESPN, of course, I will let you know. But, folks, this is just breaking in again. Cup winning coach Barry Trotz, however, 
who was uh, who invoked his two-year extension with the Washington Capitals. He was supposed to have his contract up at the end of next year, ladies and gentlemen, has announced now with one year left on the deal and less than three weeks after winning the Stanley Cup, his resignation from the Washington Capitals Stanley Cup championship squad. So, folks, we will be watching this very, very carefully. And, John, I can only say, however, I feel for you guys now because, I mean, this is a team who three weeks ago had a great postseason, had an unbelievable run to the Stanley Cup championship, and probably one of the most, well, let's just say unique coaches in all of the league. And now for him to handle in his resignation like this, I, I, something tells me there's more to the story than you would think. But, again, we're going to watch this very carefully, folks, and if we hear anything about the afternoon, Fonzie or John and myself will keep updated on this. Yes, Fonzie. You know why I there is why I think Okay. He uh resigned. Yeah. I think um I might be wrong, but I think they won the sign of Alex Ovechkin uh, another seven more years. It's possible, yeah. His contract is up pretty soon. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm it could sure. be. You're right. It could be Alex Ovechkin might be wanting a new contract. It might be also, if not yeah. Alex Ovechkin, it could be Tom Wilson or T.J. Oshie. Uh, yeah. Or it could be something else. We don't know, folks. Again, yeah. Fonzie, you bring up a good point, and I'm sure John would agree with that too. But again, folks, we're going to watch this story very, very carefully. And like I said, this just broke in within the last 20 minutes or so as we were starting today. And like I said, I just read the story on ESPN and CBS Sports, folks, and I can confirm, however, it has been confirmed that about an hour and a half ago in the nation's capital, Barry Trotz handed in his resignation. So we will talk more about that throughout the week, however, and throughout the afternoon here on Raw Radio. So let's go back to John for birthdays and dates, and of course, we'll wrap up with Monday's thing, and when we get done with that, we will talk about TakeOver. So John, continue, please. Twelve years ago today, Jeff Jarrett won the King of the Mountain match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, six years ago today on Raw from Uniondale, New York, Cindy Lauper and Wendy Richter made their first appearance in the WWE ring since 1985. This segment was filmed for Lauper's Reality series, she's so unusual. Today would have been the 72nd birthday of Bruiser Brody. And that is all we have. Hello? I'm here. Oh, okay. I think this is all we have for the birthdays and dates. For today? Yeah. Where is Katie? He must have stepped away.
Hey, John. Yeah. What do you think about the money in the bank last night? Uh, I thought it was good. Did you, uh, did you get shocked when Alexa Bliss came and took the title off Nia Quax? Yes, very shocked. It was like, I'm back. <laughs> okay, what we say now? Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, no, John is done, I think. Okay, did you do our birthdays, though, too? Yeah, today would have been the 72nd birthday of Bruiser Brody. Yeah, who we lost a month later after that. Yes, he was only 42. 43 would have been Bam Neely, and 43, the former ex-ECWWE superstar. And Vito LaGrosso, better known to you all as Big Vito, would have been 50, his 54th day. So happy birthday to them. Uh, are we done? Yeah, we're done. All right, thank you very much, John. Of course, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. This is episode 146 for 6-18-18. you got the Heartbreak Kid, of course. you got myself and, of course, the fran- uh, the human suplex machine, of course. Uh, and, of course, we got our friend in Florida joining us as well. Guys, let's get into TakeOver discussion right now. And we'll start off with John, however, getting his thoughts on TakeOver. John, I know you saw TakeOver. I saw a couple matches myself. What was your thoughts about TakeOver in Chicago? Pretty good. Bonzi, I know you didn't get to see TakeOver, but I'm sure you heard about it as well, how you were on our Saturday night show, which, by the way, folks, you can go back and listen to episode number 515, however. That was a very unique Saturday night. We had the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds on with us, along with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, who will be expecting this afternoon, along with King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. Uh, your thoughts about TakeOver? Uh, I'll be right back. Okay. Yes, it was. Okay, and... Uh, John had to step out from it, so let's give uh, everyone our thoughts how, about TakeOver, and of course our friend Florida, if you're listening as well, we'd like to hear your thoughts about TakeOver as well, and of course we told you about the story just breaking in, in case you did not hear, the Washington Capitals have just announced that their coach, Barry Trotz, has resigned with one year to go on his contract as of this afternoon, so we'd like to hear your thoughts on that as well. Anyway, let's get to the matches now and give our thoughts here about TakeOver Chicago. The first match of the night, the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, minus Adam Cole, baby who is going to be competing, of course, this week, I believe, over in the U.K., either today or tomorrow, took on, of course, One Lorcan and Danny Birch. Adam Cole was in their corner, of course. John, or Fonzie, that being said, the Undisputed Era continue to be the Undisputed NXT Tag Team Champions. Your thoughts about this one? Who, me? Yeah, you. I think I lost every fucking match. We, I... <laughs> no, I think you got every... Well, you, who did you have? No, yeah, I think I lost every match, I think. I'm not sure. You might have had every match right but one. I'm not sure. But anyway, but let's get your thoughts, Howard, about the Undisputed Era winning. What was your thoughts about this one? Um, let me take a... I haven't seen it, so... Mm-hmm. I okay. forgot it was a takeover, so... Okay, that's fine. No problem. Um, yeah. We get to hear our friend from Florida see what he has to say. John, I have to pick um, the championship. Uh, who was it? Laura Sullivan. No, 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 no. Bobby. Uh, no, no, we're not on. We're not on that yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, John, are you back with us? Tony Gargano. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the one you lost. Yeah, that's the one you yeah. lost. Yeah, remember that. John, let's, get, let's see if John's back. John, are you back with us? 
Okay, John's not with us, folks. He'll be back with us in a few minutes. We'd like to hear our thoughts from our friend in Florida. If you'd like to weigh in on our, our, our friend in Florida, if you'd like to weigh in on this match, it is the Undisputed Era taking on only Larkan and Danny Burch. The Undisputed Era, again, retained the gold here. Up next, the Ricochet folks took on the Velveteen Dream, who pretended he was Hulk Hogan, if you will, but put up a good fight. These two really did a good match. This was one of the more underrated matches of the evening, I thought. And in the end, the Ricochet ended up picking up the win in 22 minutes, so Ricochet is the winner. Up next, Shayna Baszler, of course, defeated Nikki Cross by technical submission. I think Nikki Cross is on her way to the main roster. I think I would not be surprised if she shows up, of course, this week on SmackDown, maybe tomorrow night, however, in Toledo, Ohio. By the way, this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, also a side note, however, the NBA draft will be commencing live from Madison Square Garden in New York City, New York. And already one of the big names that is being discussed, ladies and gentlemen, is DeAndre Ayton, however, of the University of Arizona, who could be the hometown boy going number one overall. And as far as the Knicks go, ladies and gentlemen, there is discussion right now. And Fonzie, you're going to like hearing this, however. There's a couple names being thrown out there. Marvin Bagley III from Duke or possibly Trey Young from Oklahoma, believe it or not, being thrown out there for the Knickerbockers, if you will. Uh, for the Wizards, however, they're looking at possibly Miles Bridges, the big Michigan State kid, however. That could be a very good possibility. Uh Jerry and Jackson Jr., of course, ladies and gentlemen, from Michigan State is looking at number three, possibly for the Atlanta Hawks, if you will. Uh, so that being said, those are just some of the names, how you will see in the NBA lottery coming up this Thursday night, live from MSG in New York. Even the hockey, too, J.D., you forgot it. That's right. The NHL draft, I think, is on Friday, right? I think so, yeah. I think it's this Friday or next Friday. I know the awards are coming up. Yeah, this, 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 this it might be this weekend, I think, yeah, because there's talk about some big deals going on there. And I think next week, folks, uh, the NHL postseason awards will be going on in Las Vegas. But, of course, yeah. also next week, ladies and gentlemen, we could hear officially late next week or maybe this week where LeBron James might end. They keep debating where he's going to end. Houston, L.A., Miami, Chicago, New York. We don't know where LBJ is going to end. He could end up back in Cleveland. We don't know, folks, but it's going to be very interesting. There's also been talk about Kawhi Leonard being traded out of uh, San Antonio. He could be on his way to L.A. He could be on his way to Boston. We don't know what's going to happen. The NBA draft is going to be where it's at. This Thursday, folks, and we'll be watching throughout the week, however, if there are any big names going on. Also, the World Cup is going on. Of course, uh, Tunisia and England are tied right now at 1-1. Earlier today, Belgium beat Panama 3-0. Sweden beat Korea 1-0. And yesterday, of course, was one of the bigger upsets of the weekend. However, it was Mexico defeating the Germans, however, 1-0 in what was a very entertaining ball game, believe it or not. I watched some of that early yesterday. So, folks, I'll tell you what. That was a very interesting game to watch yesterday in the World Cup. Now let's see if John has returned to the line. John, are you back, John, are you back with us? I'm back. Okay. Well, we were just talking about, about the first three matches about TakeOver. Let's get your thoughts. Fonzie didn't get to see any of them. The first one, of course, was the tag team match, the Undisputed Era, taking on Oni Larkin and Danny Burch. Adam Cole was in the corner of his men, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. The Undisputed Era continue to be the Undisputed Tag Team Champions and probably the best team right now in all of the WWE slash NXT universe. Your thoughts about the opener? Uh, good opener. Yes. I would agree. Uh, I think we hear someone in the background. Is, 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 do we hear anyone in the background? No, that's me. 
Oh, it's you. Okay, I couldn't tell what that was. Okay. Uh, up next, of course, is another unique match. John, this one was pretty much the sleeper match of the evening. I thought this was one of the bigger matches of the night. The Ricochet taking on Hulk Hogan 2.0, the Velveteen Dream. Uh, as much as I don't like Velveteen Dream, he put up a good fight, and Ricochet really did pretty well with each other, and I thought they held their own with each other. What were your thoughts about the Ricochet Dream match? Oh, like like everyone said, it was a good match. And do you think that uh, Velveteen Dream maybe uh, started to grow on you a little bit? Like with me, I mean, I had my reservations going into this match that Velveteen Dream was not going to be one of the better stars of the show. And really, he hasn't done much with his uh, run so far. But nevertheless, how he turned it around, however, uh, Saturday night. Ah, I couldn't hear. What you say? I said, yeah, me too. Okay, we'll definitely have to watch for that. Up next, of course, was Shayna Baszler taking on Nikki Cross. I got to... Uh, like I said, we want to get your thoughts on this one, Howard. And this is my question to you, too, Cold. Your thoughts about the match, and uh, does uh, Nikki Cross show up on the main roster this week in your eyes? Or do they wait a Good little longer? Good women's match, and yeah. Okay, very good there, John. Thank you very much. Up next, of course, was uh, Laura Sullivan and Alistair Black. Laura Sullivan, the Beast Tower, 300 pounds. Tower almost had a chance to pull off the big win here. Nevertheless, Tower, he came up a little short. No pun intended, if you will. As a result, Alistair Black did find a way to win the match, Tower, and retain the NXT title in 14 minutes. Your thoughts about this one? A great match, I have to say. And do we see Laura Sullivan maybe getting another crack possibly down the road at NXT Brooklyn 4 maybe against Black, or do they go with someone else maybe at this point? Go with someone else at this point. Well, you never know. You never know. It's a possibly good matches, however. We'll have to wait and see. Our friend did tell us how he did like the Ricochet Dream match as well as the Black and Sullivan match was good. The other match was eh, okay, however. So thank you very much. But, John, this is the match I want to talk about, and I think everyone's going to talk about this one. This one I had right how I was pretty much perfect the whole night in my predictions, however, against you guys. How I was the only one scored a 5 of 5 on this one. Everyone was like 3 of 5 or 4 of 5. It was the rematch from New Orleans, how Tomasio Chiapa, how I taking on Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, the Rocky Balboa of the WWE NXT Universe. 36 minutes they went. We talked about this on and offline, however, with each other, however, as well as everyone else here on the panel. I got to ask you your thoughts about this one. Oh, my God. What an amazing match. And would you say this one was a little bit better than the New Orleans one? Because I thought the New Orleans one was pretty good, but I thought this one almost upped the ante. Oh, my God, J.D. Oh, my God, J.D. That was one of the best friggin' matches if I've ever seen. Indeed, I would agree with you there. It was a hell of a match, and, of course, the NXT Universe saw a great one. No question about 11,000 people packed into the show there on Saturday night. Including uh, the table spot as well. What's that? I said, including the table spot as well. Oh, yeah, when he had him up in that table spot. And talking about the women's match, however, mind you, I would say right now Dakota Kai might be there down the road challenging Shayna down the road, maybe in Brooklyn, or possibly one of the other young women of the Mae Young Classic. We'll have to wait and see. Our friend does tell us how after Nikki lost against Shayna, I think she's going to be on the main roster with Sandy on SmackDown Live. We've been talking about that. I would agree. I think that could happen as early as tomorrow night or down the road in the next few weeks or very, very soon, I would agree. Uh, the Ricochet Dream match, like I said, I thought that was a good match, even though I'm not a big fan of the Dream. The Dream, for the first time, 
kind of grew on me a little bit with his Hulk Hogan mannerisms, but him and Ricochet had a good 20-plus minute match. But as you said, Gargano and Chiapa absolutely tore down the building again in Chicago at the United, the All-State Arena, almost at the United Center, but they really, really gave it their all. Uh, I'm going to ask you your thoughts about this real quick, and Fonte, I'll go back to you as well. Do we see a third match out of these guys? And if so, what kind of match? I'm going to say there's three matches I'm looking at with those three. Either Hell in a Cell, Steel Cage, False Count Anywhere, or First Blood. What's your take, John? Uh, Hell in a Cell. Bonzi, what about you? Last minute standing. Ooh, you both bring up good points. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to say... I'm going to say uh, Iron Man match. I'll go Iron Man. I think Iron Man match. These two two guys have fought twice over 30, 35, almost 40 minutes long. I could see them go Iron Man. But you never know. But like John said, it was a great, great match. I thought the match in New Orleans was really good. I had a chance to watch that, however, prior to watching the uh, match late Saturday night, early yesterday morning, just after midnight. However, I was up till about 2, 2.30 in the morning. I watched both of those matches however, from Lawrence and Chicago. I'll tell you what, folks. If you have not seen those matches yet or have watched them already, I would put them right now in the head of my top eight of the year so far as matches of the year. I mean, Johnny Wrestling has had some great matches this year with Chiapa. He's also had a great match with Sin Almas. Of course, that match in Philadelphia, which was incredible, right before the Rumble the night before, was incredible too, however. Uh, so, folks, there you have it, our thoughts about TakeOver. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give this show about a 7.5, close to an 8. John, what was your take on this one? Uh, yeah, I give it an 8. Bonzi, what about you? If I would have saw it, maybe I would have gave eight and a half. I'm going to agree with you guys. Okay. Okay. No problem. No problem indeed. Thank you very much there, guys. And we will hear from our friend in Florida and give us his thoughts here on a scale of 1 to 10 here in just a few moments. Next, guys, let's talk about money in the bank. And boy, oh boy, are we going to talk about it here this afternoon How as we approach quarter to four here. So fasten your seatbelts. Here we go, folks. This is our thoughts on Money in the Bank. And, of course, last night it was held once again in Chicago, brought to you by Gold Bond Ultimate. Gold Bond Ultimate, however, for your sponsoring needs, however, and, of course, the -the over-the-counter skin product based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Anyway, folks, here is what happened here on Money in the Bank. Our first match of the night was the pre-show matchup, of course, the Bludgeon Brothers, of course, Harper and Rowan defeating Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Seven minutes they gave the time. John, I'll start with you again. How are your thoughts about the opening part of the show? Oh, the uh, start? Yes, between the Bludgeon and Gallows. On the pre-show? Yes. Uh, I knew Rollins and Harper were going to, I mean, Harper and Rowan were going to retain. Yes, I would agree there. Very good point indeed. Very good point indeed. I would agree with you there. Fonzie, I know you watched Money in the Bank. We'll start with you on the pre-show. Your thoughts about the pre-show opening warm-up match? I don't think they should have put that in a pre-match. Yes. Pre-show match. They should have put Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn mm-hmm. in the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would agree. Sami Zayn and Bobby yeah. Lashley deserved a spot here. Yeah, I agree. I would agree. No question uh-huh. about it. But, but, uh, I, but I think I got this one right. I picked the the BBT. Yeah, you did pick. I was one. I think this was the one one of the few I was wrong on. Yes, I would agree. I did take the, I did take Gallows and Anderson on this one. I was wrong on this. I admit that I was definitely wrong on this one. 
up next, of course, thank you very much, sir, guys. Uh, Daniel Bryan taking on Big Cass, if you will. Daniel Bryan ends up winning here in 16 minutes and 20 seconds. John, again, I'll go back to you with a two-fold question here. Your thoughts about the match, and is this the end of Big Cass in WWE as he could be on his way to NXT or out the door? What's your take? Out the door. And your thoughts about the match? Uh, Daniel Bryan, I thought he was going to lose this one because he won at Backlash, and I thought he was going to lose when lose this one, but he still continues to win. Yes, he does. Of course, he's had a couple big losses, unfortunately, on SmackDown with Rusev and, of course, uh, Samoa Joe, who we'll talk about in just a little bit, and we have talked about in the past. Fonzie, your thoughts about uh, the Yes Man uh, defeating Big Cass. Uh, is this the end of uh, Big Cass's run in WWE? And your thoughts about the match? Um, uh, well, what ha- with uh, with Daniel Bryan say, small man always win. Yeah, what's that? I didn't hear. No, that said, with Daniel Bryan always says, bigger man always falls. Yes. Small small man always wins. Uh, yes, I would agree. Uh, um, that was a good match. I like that one. Yeah, I, I, I did like it how, you know, like, like I said, they should have put the Belgium brothers in the, that match, the tag yeah. team match. Right. Match on, then put put that in the pre-show, maybe, or, like I said, Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they, they, those two could have been on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. I like it. This start off the bang. Before, yeah, it did. It did. You're right. You're right. I agree. Before, I agree. Uh, point. before yeah. the women's match. Yeah. And, and, and of course, and we're and we're and we're going to talk about that here in just a few moments. As we continue on here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, of course, up next, how just let me just mute that for a minute. There we go. Up next, of course, was Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. And of course, I'm going to go to Fonzie this time, because I know Fonzie's going to have quite a bit to say about this one. Fonzie, uh, your thoughts about Bobby Lashley defeating Sami Zayn here in uh, six and a half minutes? Your thoughts? <laughs> like I said, I should have put this in the pre-show. Kickoff. Like I said, uh, Bobby Lashley just beat the shit out of freaking Sami Zayn. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's all fun and games until you get in the ring with, you know, with the uh, United States uh, Army guy. Yeah. Um, you know, who fight for our country, him and his dad. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's all fun and games when you get in in the ring with Uh this guy. Yeah. Do not, please do not say anything about Bobby Lashley's family. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, very good point. I, I, I would agree. I've, I've talked about this before. Michelle's talked about it. Sean talked yeah. about uh, Gerard. And uh, the rest of the panel, way too tough panels. I have very strong yeah. opinions about this match. No question about it. Very good thoughts indeed there, uh, Fonzie. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. John, let's go to you. Your thoughts about uh, this encounter between Sammy and uh, Bobby. Oh, I'm glad Bobby tore Sammy a new one. <laughs> I, 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 I am too. I mean, I am too. To tell you the truth, I am too. I'm with you guys. I'm in the same. 
like I said, I am in the same boat with you guys on that one here, uh, believe it or not. Like I said here, I am definitely uh, with you guys there on that one. No question about it. I think Sammy got what was coming to him all along, especially after what yeah. happened. Uh, John, if you want to get out the plug real quick and talk amongst yourself, I'll be back in a minute. All right, one seven two four 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 seven four 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 ID is one three eight seven four four pounds. This is the broadcast of WCW US Raw Radio. It's going to be exciting in the next pay-per-view event. Yeah. In Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It was, um, J.D. already asked me if I can go, but I can't. <laughs> that, that event is the day before my eye surgery. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, um, July 15th, I'm sorry, July 15th. And it's two days before my eye surgery, so I can't go that night. So I'm a little bit pissed about it, but, hey, yeah, I can watch it on my tablet like I did last night. Uh, Hopefully it'll be a really good one like a Money in the Bank, but I doubt it, though. Are you close? I am thin to me. Take my clothes off. Keep it on me. What's the temperature down here, uh, John? I think it's in the 90s. I bet it was one, but it felt like it was 100 degrees outside. The dew point was 70 degrees. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. And our friend tells us now, however, he uh, liked the men and women's fire matches, but the one was wrong. He also wanted Ember Moon to win and also Samoa Joe to win the guys. So that's his prediction thoughts so far. Uh, I'm back now, guys. Our next match, of course, was a good one here. Seth Rollins defeating Elias. To me, this was one of the better matches, however, of the night. And, John, I will get your thoughts on this one as we'll start back with you again. Which match was it? The uh, Seth and Elias match. Oh, I thought uh, Seth was gonna. I thought Elias was gonna win the title here for a sec, but Rollins gets to hang on for one more day. He does indeed. And uh, would you agree right now that Elias is starting to catch momentum at the right time in your eyes? He's still doing. He's still getting that momentum. I would agree. No question about it. He definitely is. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about this one between Seth and Elias? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, like John said, I thought I thought Elias was going to beat him, but you know what? Who do you thought that he will come out again on top yep. to beat uh, Elias? But he's still, he's still the IC title, yep. and that they don't call him. Mr. Money, uh, Monday Night Rollins for nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, 
And would you say right now, however, and I just asked Sean the same question, her, would you say that Rollins is doing, or not Rollins, I know Rollins is doing real well, but would you agree that right now Elias, as much as we don't like the man, is definitely caught fire right now? I mean, he is catching on pretty well right now with the WWE Universe. Yeah, but uh, you're not going to beat Seth Rollins. He's I on agree. Yeah. He's but, on but you would definitely agree that right now Elias is doing pretty well and holding his own. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, that was a, I, I think that was the second or third best match of all. Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it started off with a bang after, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. after uh, Daniel Bryan and Big yeah. Cass match. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm agree. I'm agree. No question. No question. But our next match, of course, is an interesting match, and John's gonna have plenty to discuss on this one. His girl, Little Miss Five Foot Leprechaun herself, Alexa Bliss, who we'll definitely talk about again here in just a little bit, defeating my girl Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, my original pick winner Ember Moon, Lana, Naomi, Natty, and Sasha to win the Money in the Bank contract. John, your thoughts about Little Miss Bliss winning? Um, congratulations. Uh, very well said there, John. Yes. Uh, John definitely has his opinion on this one. Fonzie, I know you have a lot to weigh in on this one. Let's go with your thoughts now. I picked the boss. The little blonde bimbo, Alexa Bliss, yes. having recovered again. And 90 minutes later, yep. I know we're going to talk about it, but 90 minutes later, yep. cashed in that same night she wanted yep. and got her title back. And yep. we'll definitely let's talk about, talk about that when we get to yes. that point. But yes, we will. Yes, we will. Very shocking. <laughs> yep. I'll, and I'll be right back because we're going to talk about the next match. However, we'll talk about this right now. Uh, but I'm going to get your thoughts when I get back, so I'll be back in a minute, guys. We'll continue this discussion in one moment. Folks, I can tell you we're going to be expecting, hopefully in a few minutes, a couple big-name guests. So, folks, stand by. We're going to have a couple of surprises for you shortly here, including one spider and one boss, maybe, making their way to the show. So we'll be hearing from them here in the 4 o'clock hour here in just a little bit here. Our next match, of course, was Roman Reigns taking on Jinder Mahal. John, I know you're going to rant about this one tonight, however, but i got to ask you again your thoughts. Roman Reigns. Of course, he always has to win, of course. Yes, I would agree. And there has been talk about them maybe going out one more time in a Punjabi prison match. Would you want to see that at Extreme Rules, Tower, especially in my hometown of Pittsburgh in four weeks, John? No. I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. Fonzie, your thoughts? Well, I know everybody hates Roman Reigns. Okay. 
But Robert Wayne got screwed twice. Yeah. Once at the great, uh, great Royal Rumble at Saudi, yeah, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yep, in Saudi Arabia. Steel cage match. Yep. Which was bullshit, but that's yep. the referee's rules. Yeah. And he got robbed. He gave himself the money in the bank, which he could do in if it was not for Jinder uh, Mahal. I can't fucking stand him. He's a little piece of shit. Yeah, but he started this. So, yeah, what Roman Reigns can do, you know, last week he had his little boyfriend come in for him. Yep. And look what happened. He was in a fucking wheelchair with a neck break. Yeah. And, yeah, he had a goofball uh, next to Michael Cole on his right. Mm-hmm. Had to say, oh, yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, whatever he has to say, but you know right. what? Both of them got deserved what they got. I know everybody hates Roman Reigns, but yep. he got screwed twice. And you know what? Payback is a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make the monster, you know, mad. That's yep. what's gonna happen to you. So, yep. you know, I'm happy that Ginger Mahal didn't win. Yeah. But I think, I think, uh, I think uh, Roman Reigns should have been in the Money in the Bank, in the men's match. Yeah. Instead of KO. Yeah. You know, instead of KO. Uh-huh. You know, that's how KO got it, and he took. He took Roman Reigns' spot. Right, right, right. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? So, but... But you're telling us right now, you're telling us right now, here and now, before we uh, get to anything more, Roman basically gave Jinder what he deserved and that this is the end of it, or they're going to continue this on just a little longer, however, heading into extreme rules. You know, something's going to happen tonight. Yeah. The crybaby probably won a rematch. Yeah. Uh, he probably, he wants everything on the the platter for him. Yes. You know what, mister? You know what, Ginger Hall? Get back in the fucking line and earn it. Okay? Yeah. It's, it's enough getting, you know. Everything handed to you. Freebies. Freebies. Yeah, basically getting okay. everything handed to you. Basically getting everything yeah. handed to you. Yeah. Yeah. Get I'm in kidding. the back in the fucking line and, you know, excuse my friends, but get back in the line and earn it. Yeah. You know what? Roman Reigns earned his spot and he should have been a WWE champion. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's the referee's rules. Yeah. You know, but they both got disqualified, but. Yeah, you know, but yeah. Roman Reigns touched his foot on the mat, and Brock Lesnar was laying on the freaking fence. So whatever, but then he got robbed. But the match he was supposed to be the triple threat, and one whoever wins hit that spot. And no, 
Ginger Mahal had to stick his nose in. You know, he started this shit. So, but you know what? I don't think this is going to end tonight uh, anytime soon because you know what? He wants to probably get the rematch tonight. And you know how he is. He's going to get it. So, there you go. That's how you're going to start off Monday Night Raw with Ginger Mahal crying like a little pussy. Now, get back in the line and that's it. You got to earn it. If you don't like it, well, there's the door, mister. Hit the road. Yeah, I agree. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second, okay? All right. Oh. Uh, one, four, three, four, and then seven, eight, four, seven, eight, one, two, eight, seven, four, four, pound on your phone, and then the number one, and you're on. Okay. And uh, I'm going to do something real quick. I'll be back with you in a minute. Hold on, okay? Yeah. And joining us on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, I see from Trinity, North Carolina, as I was finally getting to it now, and hearing Fonzie's finishing there, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us in Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, where he has a lot to say, ladies and gentlemen. And we we're also expecting a good friend of mine also going to call in. How I introduce you guys to him as well. From Wisconsin is my friend, however. But he will be on in just a few minutes. But right now, joining us from Trinity, North Carolina, he is Rick Flair's favorite person and party-time neighbor where he has a lot to say every day. However, it is the head big wig of the WCW Universe, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 146. Well, uh, uh, glad to be here. And uh, get Fonzie the Philly Station cheese. Hold the mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Chad, we talked a lot about AJ Styles, Howard being the cover boy of 2K18. We talked about Charles Robinson tweeting about the fans uh, being the way they were in Chicago. We also talked about Paige's little incident. I know you have a lot to weigh in on those topics, so let you let's have let you have your comments about this, Howard, and I will be back in a minute as you give us your thoughts about this. Okay. Well, uh, well, like I said, first off. Uh, you know they're 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 getting pre- they're getting started pretty early. Uh, of course, promoting WWE 2K19. Uh, of course, uh, that's that that's great to see AJ Styles on the cover. I mean, it's going to be great to see. I'm anxious to find out, of course, who of course the special character is going to be in this. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be trailers coming out for this really really soon. And of course, with the news about WWE 2K19, that's also going to mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned here, I'm going to be able to make a brand new list. Uh, brand new list, of course, of fancy matchups here, as I always do each and every year when they do this, and it's going to, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun experience. Uh, but uh, but like I said, man, of course, in the words of AJ Styles, I find that truly really phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As for um, of course, most of the some of the things, uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, I did just do a lot of reading. I did hear a lot of things. Uh, first off. Braun Strowman winning the men's money in the bank ladder match. We all had that pre planned. We already all knew that. Um, the uh, of course what took us by about that the real surprises were of course Alexa Bliss somehow coming up and winning the women's money in the bank ladder match, but of course what also happened is inserting herself into the Raw Women's title match and not only costing Ronda Rousey an opportunity to hold her first belt in WWE, but also costing Nia Jax the belt in the process. Uh, so, all, all, all in all, I mean, a uh, lot of great action, of course, that took place. Uh, the SmackDown tag titles was not surprised. The Intercontinental title was not surprised. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley was going to tear uh, Sami Zayn, too. And don't be surprised if you see Sami Zayn's legs come out first and then the top half of his body come out right after. Uh, 
Uh, Daniel Bryan, of course, uh, submitting Big Cast. That's that was a great that was a great uh, great matchup here. Uh, and as we all called about the SmackDown Women's Title match, uh, the only thing that was surprised me about that was the way it was done. Uh, and what I mean, what I mean by what the way it was done, what I mean is, of course, what happened with uh, the fact that the as JD put it, the nerd Ellsworth returned, but uh, came out with the Oscars music and also wearing Oscars ring gear. Um, which I'm is, back. Of course, okay, which is very. Uh, which is very, which is very uncalled for. Which um, either way that went, it wouldn't have surprised me if he would have helped Oscar or Carmella. But the thing is, I think he chose probably stuck stuck it to um, uh, help out the one that probably helped maybe kept them on the map a little bit longer than anybody, and that obviously was Carmella. So she goes back to kissing kissing a little tiny big mouth booty, if you will. Uh, all in all, all in all, the other matches. Tremendous. Um, uh, I would have to really give it. Maybe I'm kind of kind of fifty fifty on uh, what I, what I thought of Money in the Bank. Uh, right, did you? I'm back. Uh, I'm back. Did you weigh in with your thoughts on the AJ Styles match or uh, uh, Cover Boy? Or well, well I, I was just talking about the overall thing because, like I said, I, I read about and heard what happened. So, um, but overall, I mean, I say about fifty fifty on Money in the Bank. My personal opinion. Also, folks, there's a poll on Revolution, the Revolution Radio Facebook page if you want to vote on who you, what you thought was the uh, the uh, best the best match from last night. And we've gotten we don't have many responses, but we do have a we do have we do have a handful of them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can go and double check that right now while I'm here. Uh, let me see. It was just posted here today. Oh, okay. Well, we've got uh, we have some interesting ones. Uh, apparently. Uh, out of the ten matches here uh, so far, here uh, two people thought that the Raw Women's Title match and what happened at, what happened afterward uh, was the best match. One person thought the IC Title match was good. One person actually thought the match between Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal was the best one. One person thought that the Last Man Standing match between AJ and Nakamura was good. And one thought that the men's Money in the Bank ladder match was good. The others have not been voted on as of yet. But definitely check that out on the Revolution Radio Facebook page if you want to weigh in on your thoughts and opinion on thoughts and opinions on the uh, on last night's show. Speaking of thoughts and opinions, let's get your thoughts and opinions on this. We talked about it earlier. The NXT Takeover Show. What were your thoughts about Takeover Saturday night? Well, for only having five matches, they were the most they were the most explosive. And I went back and did some more reading on that too. Um, I really, I really thought what, what I really, uh, you know, was was really taken taken aback to a lot of them. Especially, of course, we were all kind of, I guess we can say we were all kind of fooled on the Chicago street fight result. Uh, but uh, we all thought that, of course, Gargano won the match. But of course, obviously, that was not the case. Ciampa came back and pulled off the victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, um, I thought maybe the tag title match was great. That's a good way to start it off. I mean, to get the ball rolling. Uh-huh. Um, the women's title match was awesome. The NXT title match was great. Uh-huh. Uh, the Ricochet really, really, really showed that he's uh, will be ready at some point down the road if they move up to the main roster. I mean, he's about ready now. But I mean, yeah. they're probably they're taking their sweet time with him, I guess. Um, 
course, Melvin Team Dream, like I said, I think he's going to probably forever going to keep his career in NXT because, I mean, that, that fella hasn't really done, a, gave, given a whole lot of action here for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, I mean, I thought NXT TakeOver in Chicago was great. Uh, um, I mean, good, good lead-in towards Money in the Bank last night. So, I thought all in all, it was a, it was a very interesting uh, weekend of wrestling in the WWE. Certainly. Good point. Very good point indeed. And like you said, Howard, there was a lot of surprises that came out Howard, of the weekend. Howard. Uh, we talked about the AJ Styles thing being the cover boy and, of course, the whole page uh, assault incident. Uh, I would like to hear your thoughts on these two topics. Well, uh, well, of course, the um, you're, talking about, you're talking about the AJ 2K19 thing? Or you're yeah, talking about, yeah, 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 that and well, that what happened on the page earlier that. today. Yeah. I, I talked about that before you got back on. Oh, okay, okay, I didn't know about that. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. That's, well, that's okay, no, that's all right. Uh, but the page thing, uh, I think this, this what, what what this is, like I said, I mean, you know, we've, we, we've been very, very vocal about our opinions here since Paige returned to the WWE. Yes. Uh, um, of course, like you said, now, of course, we're being unable to to wrestle and all that. And, of course, given this capacity of taking over Daniel Bryan's job as SmackDown GM, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that's probably something she didn't really want to do. But, like you said, it was possibly the only thing that would probably guarantee her a job in WWE, period, if mm-hmm. if uh, so, I thought. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, whoever it was, obviously, you know, I'm sure WWE is going to look into it. They're going to find out who it is, and who knows, they may, may get some, may, may get the police involved in this. I don't know, mm-hmm. but, but to be to be to be perfectly honest, I mean, we've all kind of been ones that have pretty much ridiculed Paige. Not everybody, but there are some that have. Yeah. One, we say one or two things here and there, and all that. I mean. Maybe this guy, whoever this guy was, it was pretty much kind of repeating our sentiments about about what people might want to do to her and all that. And they're thinking now, since she can't wrestle because of an injury, that she's kind of an easy target. So yeah. I mean, so I mean, uh, do I feel do I feel sorry? Do I feel bad that it happened? Um, oh, yeah, I do a little bit. I mean, that shouldn't. No one should deserve to have that happen to him anyway, mm-hmm. regardless if you like him or not. I mean, personally, if you think about it on a respect matter. That mm-hmm. I don't. That uh, you got. You got really just kind of. You just kind of really got. You just really just kind of um, think about it on a respect factor and all. And yes, I mean, like her being able, her being able to, you know, con- con- uh, you know, continue to continue to deliver in WWE. You know, even though it's not in the capacity she wanted. Right. I mean, she was pretty much in the same boat with Daniel Bryan and, uh, and all. And of course, obviously, she's probably not going to do the same thing that Daniel Bryan did in order to get back in the ring, because obviously it's pretty much a little bit too late to probably do, to even do that. But uh, I do feel kind—I of, do feel kind of bad. Yeah. About, about what about what happened. I mean, nobody, regardless of how famous you are, regardless of how many times you probably heard, like on these wrestling news sites, you've heard on shows like ours, that you know about how we may not be crazy about. Someone in particular in wrestling, of course, Paige has been one of those that we have talked about yeah. greatly, greatly in great detail. That does not mean that that that, that does not mean you couldn't that they should give you the right, you know, just to yeah. to to. And I mean, I mean, attack her verbally, you know, you know, that's a common thing nowadays. But physically, you should you shouldn't really go that far. In my personal I would opinion. I would agree. I would definitely agree. I mean, much, I mean, so I mean, hopefully, they find who who did it, and I hope I'm mean, asked for what as to what will. 
you know, what the situation will be with Paige, you know, you know, how's it going to affect Tuesday tomorrow night? I mean, who knows? But I think we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Right. Well, well, again, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, another story, obviously, of course, we were talking about, of course, is what Charles Robinson said on Twitter, of course, with the Chicago fans going into business themselves and the way they acted, especially with the Roman gender match. I'm sure you heard about that whole ordeal, how and what he said about that, however. And if you didn't, I'll repeat repeat it again. This is what he said. For as great a town that Chicago is for wrestling, one of the best ever, it is really disappointing that they can be so disrespectful when guys like Jinder and Roman are busting their butts and giving us a great match. This on the verge, of course, the fans are saying, like you said, this is awful. You still suck. End this match. And, of course, they start chanting for Johnny Gargano, John Cena, and, of course, CM Punk. Charles Robinson was definitely not happy, and I'm sure the whole uh, backstage uh, morale, however, as far as the agents and, of course, even Vince McMahon, I'm sure, were not very happy to hear the fans. Uh, kind of go into business for themselves last night. Well, certainly. I mean, that that goes back to what I was talking about with Paige. I mean, the thing is, they're just they're just like I said, they're they're taking their dislike for the superstar because of the way they are, and they're thinking they're they're taking it to a whole new level. Right. And and they're, they're and the thing is, they have gone beyond the walls of storyline. They're taking it into reality. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the thing is, the more and more they take it into reality, you know, the more and more it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the feelings and hurt the efforts of those who are trying to put together a tremendous show. I mean, like I said, did it did it affect gender and Roman? It it may have, it may not have. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure, like I said, they had a lot to say about it. And I'm and like I said, you know, you know, Charles Robinson, like I said, he's been around the block. Numerous times, and I'm sure he saw a lot of this during his days in WCW, of course, along with Ric Flair and all this. Right, right. I mean, but there's no doubt about it. I mean, I mean, like I said, you know, yes, you, 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 might, uh, you might not dislike what's going on. You might not, you might not like it. Like like that. You know, yeah, or, or the people in the back. That's John, is that, your, is that you or is that Fonzie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. I just need to kill that fellow. But good. I know what you're saying, Chad. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, this ma- you already wait on this match next, uh, so we'll put you out of the conversation on this one, though, Chad. But I want to get on Fonzie. We're going to make it real short with you on this because I know you had a lot to rant. You'll definitely have a lot to rant like me about this. But we'll save it for maybe later this week, of course, which Chad and I will all discuss later this week. John will do the same with you. Carmella defeating Oscar thanks to James the Nerd Boy Ellsworth. John, I'll start with. You last this time, Fonzie. I know I'm going to make it short and brief. Howard, what do you guys say about this one? Oh my God, I knew that was expected. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And again, I just I'm not impressed with this match. Like I think we all are. And Fonzie, I think uh, you have the same thing to say, correct? Yeah. All right. Up next, we can uh, talk more about this now as we're going to get back into swing things. However, maybe if we have some time before the night's over, however, we'll talk more about the Carmelo Oscar match. If not, we'll discuss it definitely later on this week, however, on some of the shows. AJ Styles defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. I got this wrong again. I admit this was one of the better matches they had of the evening. John, let's get your thoughts about AJ Nakamura. Well, after their, after their slow, crummy matches at Backlash and... Uh... And that Grace Royal Rumble, they finally cracked it. Would you say this was an, another? Uh, do you think the few now can we can safely say this is all but over with these two? Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there has been talk Shinsuke might be going after Jeff Hardy, that U.S. title AJ. We don't know where they're going to go with him next. Uh, Fonzie, what were your thoughts about AJ Nakamura? 
That was interesting. Put it that way. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. Then uh, all of a sudden, like, yeah, uh, like I said, when you called me, yeah, um, about yeah, you know, what about the match? Yeah. And I, I can't believe that AJ Styles went all the way up to that ladder and jumped off of it. Or actually, no, no, he got on a top rope and yeah. lounged over across the table yeah. and broke the table and yeah. I thought that was going to be double Connaught and I guess I guess Macklemore didn't, didn't get up as a 10, 10 count but AJ Styles did so yep. that was it a hell of a match Yes, it was. Because, like I said, they went between 25 to 30 minutes, over 30 minutes long, I would agree. i got to ask you, and I asked John this question, is this the end of the feud once and for all, or do they go one more time with each other, in your opinion? I think it, uh, it depends. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, could be one more time at SummerSlam. Who knows? Yeah. That's true. Very good point. Very, very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Up next, of course, was Ronda Rousey taking on Nia Jax, of course. Uh, John, I'll start with you on this one. Your thoughts about this one? Well, I find it was a good, okay match until Alexa Bliss comes up and cashes in her money in the bank. Yes, I would definitely agree. And that, of course, happened just after the match happened in which Ronda won by disqualification. And and I'm going to give you all, all a quit. What's that? You're gonna give what? I'm gonna give you guys a quit. What's what do you mean? How? What, what who are the first two people that can't that can't that one money in the oh, bank and cash oh, it okay. in? Okay. Uh cash it on the same night. Uh, uh, Fonzie, you wanna take a stab at this one first before Chad and I go? Uh you guys can go. Chad, who do you think it is? First two go cash it on the same night? Yes. Alexa was the third. Same night they won it, though, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. One in cash okay, and the same night. Okay. Uh, you talking about ever since the money in the bank has been in existence? Is that what you're talking about, John? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. No, 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 I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And I may be wrong about this because I'm thinking about everyone that's won it. But that's who has won it on the same night that they won the. Um, that they that they actually won the. Uh, that they won the briefcase. Hmm. That is. That is. Uh. Oh crap. Sorry, let me turn that down. Uh, I'll tell you what. Well, I, I, I have one in mind. I know, wait a minute, I know of one, I think. I know of one. I'm going to take yes, Seamus. No. Who did you say? It wait, was? Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 
Who was your buddy? Are you sure? Are you sure? He said, he said Seamus. Right, he said Seamus. And he didn't cash it in on the same night. He cashed it in at five months later. I could, I, I could. Well, then, to be quite honest, like I said, I've known all the folks who have won them, but as to the one who is, I mean, uh, are you talking about other than what happened last night? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, other than what's hap- what happened last night. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, you know what? For once, like I said, the first time the boss has been stumped, I guess you got me in this case. I'm going to say I have absolutely no idea. I'm going to take a stab. Uh, was it Rey Mysterio and was it John Cena? John. Uh, no. Okay, then who's the answer? Bonzi? I'm gonna say the Miz. No. All right. Cash in the same night. What? Was that WrestleMania? Wasn't it? The Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's when Money in the Bank started WrestleMania in 2005, and they did, and then they started their own pay per view in 2010. (laughs) Okay, so who is it? All right. Between all of that, between all that, from when it started up until before last night. All right, who's the answer? What's the answer? Tell me. I got to hear this. Okay. Kane won Money in the Bank in 2010 and cashed it in on, and successfully cashed it in on the same night. And he beat Rey Mysterio to win the World Heavyweight title. Dean Ambrose won it six years later and cashed it in on the same night, and he successfully won. Alexa Bliss last night won Money in the Bank, and she won. So she's and the she third. Can... She's the third. So, yes. Right? So, okay, yeah. so, so it was Kane and Dean then, guys. Okay. Kane and Dean Ambrose. Okay. Okay. That was, that was a good one, though, John. But like I said, uh, we'll definitely be watching this very carefully. We thank you for your thoughts on the Ronda Alexa thing. And like I said, I have a lot to say about that, but I'm saving it for another time. Let's just say I was not impressed with this match in general going in. I was more disappointed coming out of this match, if you ask me. I know Ch- uh, Chad had his way in on this thoughts. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about this match? What match? Uh, Ronda and Nia and then Alexa cashing in, however, and leaving with the title. <laughs> So it was not for Miss Blizzy Blizz. Yes. I think we should have called the new champion. Yep. Uh, Mount Rousey. Yep. And, uh, uh, she had him. She had her right on the fingertips. Yep. And for some reason that Miss Blizzy Blizz had to cash it in and got her title back. So, uh, congratulations on that. But I think you just start off the pot, Miss Bliss. And I think it's going to be a payback. And I think I texted you about it, too, Jay. You did. Yeah, you did. I think you did. You're right. I yeah. Think it's going to be a triple threat match at Extreme Rules. 
yep. or at SummerSlam. Right. So, uh, yeah. Miss Bliss, you better be ready for those two monsters that are coming after your title. Who knows? It could be. It could be tomorrow night. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, whatever. But, but could we agree to? This, but yeah, you're a good point. And could we agree to this though, guys? And maybe. And I'll tell you some thoughts on this too. Could we say, however, this was a waste of cash in uh, in everyone's eyes? Because to me, I think it was. Even though it lasted only an hour and a half, I think it was a waste of cash. And she could have waited a little longer, or they could have gone. A little bit uh, more. I mean, they, they, they certainly didn't waste any time by uh, making her cash in this quickly. Uh, I mean, that's my thoughts on the whole ordeal. Uh, Chad, what about you? What were your thoughts? There's no, there's no, there's no time wasting yeah. time. Yeah, but you, you know, but if you, you're going to catch somebody in the right time. That's when you do it. And but that's do you what, think? But do you think? But do you think? How are they kind of really hurried this along quickly? I'm just saying. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. You know, give credit where credits get. Yeah. I hate Miss Bliss, but you know what? Yeah. I think anybody would have did the same thing as her. Yeah. You know, good point. Good, yeah. Right yeah. Good point, Fonzie. That's a good point. You know, yeah, I agree. Right she yeah. picked the right spot. She picked the right spot. she took it. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I would agree. Good point. Uh, Chev, what about you? What's your take? Uh, first off, like I said, I mean, you have up to about a year to 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 use this. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's always a very smart move because you, because the thing is, you never know. You never you never know. You know. You know. At, at any point in time. That you know you have an advantage of sneaking up on on wherever the, the current title holder is, right? Because you you can go up at any, any single point, even if they're not scheduled to fight, which is what you know the tactic like what Carmella did. Of course, only she had help. She can't she can't do it by herself, right? Uh, and of course, last night it was also proof enough that she can't do anything by herself either. Mm-hmm. She had help yeah. in order to keep it. So, but anyway, but anyway, like but anyway, like I said. Uh, I think Alexa Bliss was impatient. She didn't yeah. want to wait, and she yeah. wanted. She, I've often heard. I've often heard something. Some people, uh, or something, have said that she has pretty much come out vocal and said that that by any by any means necessary that she's going to get that. She's going to get it back, and she actually kind of uh, kind of proved. She kind of she kind of proved that she did last night. There you go. JD? Yeah, JD? JD flushed himself down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, while, while he does that, I guess uh, I'll... Um, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to step on his toes, but I guess I can. I can take care of something right fast while, uh, while, uh, while he stepped away. Uh, uh, um, let me sit here. Uh, yeah, I guess I can go ahead and do that. I can go ahead and do that for. Uh, yeah, folks, this is uh, Mr. W7 US Chad Hinshaw. Of course, obviously the Ice Man Jared Duvall has stepped away for. 
for uh, for personal reasons. So uh, we're going to step in here for just a moment here, take a little bit of breather, and let you know, come on and give you a little bit of an update as to what's going to take place this week here in the WWS Radio Network. Uh, of course, don't forget tomorrow night, uh, King Ice will be hopping into the WWS Time Machine for another episode of Wrestling Revisited. Uh, 139 926 pound from 7 to 8. And I'll be back on with Revolution from 9 to 11 tomorrow night. As we will, of course, talk about, and I'll go into a little bit more detail here. Uh, we will talk about, in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays, we'll talk about Monday, the, the results from tonight's Monday Night Raw show, as well as all the Raw matches from Money in the Bank. way we'll do that. Plus, also, of course, John, you and Ann have to finish off your contender versus contender match from last week. We're going to take care of that here as well. John, you are currently leading that match 1,800 to 1,700 right now. Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, but, it's, but the thing is, we want to start a brand new board, and so you'll be able to add, a, both you and Ann will be able to add a few more points to the mix. I'm back. So, okay. I'm just taking care of my thing here, J.D., to get it out of the way here. No problem. Uh, uh, okay, what were you saying you. now? What were you saying now? Go ahead. You were saying about the Alexa thing. Go ahead. I was okay. Yeah. No, I was just talking about. I was just like giving a quick update on what will take place this week. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, this two. Uh, also, also tomorrow night on Revolution, folks. Due to the technical difficulty we had on last Wednesday's edition of Revolution, which we could not have it because of this, that the live video feed scheduled for last Wednesday will be tomorrow night. It will be from WCWS WBW Alliance. Be sure to join us for our live video feed from that. Also, don't forget Wednesday night, Outside the Ropes, uh, 141387-pound. Also, Wrestling Debate, 139925-pound. Also, I'll be back on here with Revolution. Um, I don't have my list in front of me. I'll have to let everyone know about what that live uh, live video live video feed is from. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, we'll be talking about, of course, uh, SmackDown, after the news of views and history and birthdays, the the SmackDown matches of Money in the Bank and also uh, the SmackDown live show itself, of course, talking about what happened after Money in the Bank, yes. of course. We'll be coming to you live tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, again from Toledo, Ohio, the home of actor Jamie Farr, best known as the Sheik, and also Maxwell Q. Klinger. Of course, The Miz, of course, will be signing autographs near that area tomorrow, if you will, if you are in the uh, area that is simply the Cricket Wireless store there in Oregon, Ohio. I know it's Tuesday, Tower Go Figure, but that's the way it is. He will be signing autographs tomorrow at 3022 Navarre Avenue from 11 to 1. Be sure to show up there. And then next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, the 25th hour, join, uh, of course, everyone's favorite, however, the huggable, winnable Bailey. Of course, he will be signing autographs before the Monday Night Raw show next Monday at the Cricket Wireless store at the San Diego Navy Base or the San Diego Navy Base Tower from 11 to 1.30 next Monday, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, Raw next Monday will be coming to you live from the 619, the home of Ray Mysterio at the Valley View Casino Center out there in San Diego. So okay. that is where they will be. Okay. Also here, um, also, of course, uh, don't forget, Thursday night on NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-POUND. Uh, we'll be having, of course, our thoughts about the NXT TakeOver Chicago show this past Saturday. Yes, we will be discussing that. Remember that. that. And, yes, and, uh, yes. And uh, I will. I can tell you that uh, on uh, – oh, that's right. Uh, Thursday's Wolfpack will be taking place from the group started by our own King and W.O. Gerard Smith, Top Heel. Uh, yes. That's where the video will be from. Also, uh, the Revolution Friday night will be taking place 
from uh, NWUS Forever for Life. Uh, so sure join us for that, news and views, history and birthdays, and so other, some other fun stuff as well. And also, of course, Power Hour Saturday afternoon when we will, of course, talk about all the, of what took place on all of our shows this week. Plus, also some history and birthdays for this coming Saturday, and some breaks. And, and of course, we will have any updates on Extreme Rules. We will let you know throughout the week. How our course the countdown heading into Extreme Rules, which will be in Pittsburgh in four weeks, will start tonight, obviously in Grand Rapids, of course, at the Van Andel Center. And of course, that'll be culminating on July 15th. Of course, uh, just a quick side note, though, ladies and gentlemen, and I know Fonzie has talked about this before. In three weeks, he will not be joining us. However. On the 16th, the day after Extreme Rules, due to a procedure we are all praying for and wishing him nothing but the best from all of us here at the radio network. He will hopefully be back with us the following week, Howard, but he will be joining us for the go-home show week after the before Extreme Rules, Howard, on the 9th of July, however, which is after the 4th of July, if you will, as that will be coming to you live three weeks from today, live from Boston. But the day after Extreme Rules, he will not be joining us, but we might have a surprise maybe for that show. We don't know yet. I'm still working on that, guys, but I can tell you there might be a surprise coming in for episode number 150, however, four episodes from now, however, and we might have an old friend return to the show. We don't know yet, however, but I'm still discussing things with him right now. We might have a surprise for you for episode number 150 in four weeks. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Absolutely. So all that note here, folks, like I said, this is uh, Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw once again, and we're looking forward for you to listen to all of our shows here this week in the radio network. Has big time discussions about Raw, SmackDown, Money in the Bank from this, from last night, and NXT Takeover Chicago from this past Saturday night will all be taking place. Plus some other fun stuff, including maybe I know the, the finishing of one match, and then we may have one or two more. Who knows what will happen? But we will have some fun stuff lined up here for you this week here in the radio network. For now, that this is uh, Mr. WWS turning things back over. To the to, to to the to the man in the dress, the ice man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Chad. Yes, and of course, this Friday, folks, for you fans in Seattle at the WAMU Theater at the CenturyLink Event Center, you can meet Shinsuke Nakamura and Becky Lynch beginning at 4:30 p.m. Also, ladies, you know, this Sunday, however, if you're in Sacramento, you can meet Nikki and Bree. Yes, folks, the Bella Twins will be there in the capital city of Sacramento. If you, I know, it's been very warm out there on the Pacific Northwest and in the West Coast as it is warm here. I know, like I said earlier today, it is 93 here. I'm sure it's like 95, 96 now down in Front Royal. John will give us an update, I'm sure, on that. And I'm sure down in Trinity it's even warm too, folks, however, because it has been unfair. What is it? It feels like 100 degrees. I said it's supposed to be. Let me go and take a quick update here. I just found this out through one of my. my Actually, it's 91 Front Royal right now, and then 85 tomorrow, 82, 79, 73. So it's going to start cooling down in Front Royal for John's neck of the woods. Let's take a look and see Chad's neck of the woods here. Yeah, we're going to be experiencing a. It's 96 right now. It is 96 there with rain right now. But it feels like it's going to be 100 the next few days. Starting yep. Wednesday, it's supposed to be a much better chance of some storms. And we've had storms each and every night ever yep. since it started getting hot here. Yeah. So we, we've had some rain here, too, the last week, week and a half or two. And like I said, tomorrow's supposed to be 95. I'm looking right now. However, uh, there in Chad's neck of the woods with a chance of rain, 93, as Chad said, Wednesday, 91 on Thursday, and then 86 on Friday. Pittsburgh, like I said, let's take a look at the weather here. Well, it's like in Pittsburgh. Well, it was 91. It's, uh, 96, it felt like it was 100 degrees. 
Yeah. It was 72 degrees. Yeah, it was pretty high today, but I'm looking right now here, folks. We're going to get some rain tonight. You're right, Fonzie. I'm looking at it right now. It's 90 right now. Tomorrow it's supposed to cool down to 81. Then Wednesday and Thursday, 78 to 79. And then by Friday it's going to be back to 75. So at least we're going to be back in cooler weather by the middle latter part of the week. One thing I will mention too, Chad, I did not mention this to you. Uh, John knows about Fonzie knows about it. I did break this story in earlier today. Uh, Barry Trotz, the Washington Capitals Stanley Cup champion coach, resigned today, believe it or not, with one year on his contract, however. Uh, we're not sure why, however. Maybe he wanted to spend time with his family. Maybe he wanted to just get out while he could. Uh, I'm going to get your early take on this, however, before we get now back into the main event discussion and then wrap up our thoughts about Money in the Bank before we get into any more discussion. What were your thoughts about this story that just broke in a few hours ago? Uh, well, I mean, he's, it's, it's, it's very rare the, that you get to hear, you get to hear any positive things about, uh, uh, about a coach, you know, I mean, about anything in sports these days, but with a coach, you know, retiring on a good level, it's, it's becoming a very rare, a very rare thing. And I think it's, it's great that he's going out on top. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's going out on top. Uh, like I said, with a with a with a Stanley Cup nod, so I mean he has nothing to be ashamed about. I mean he's I'm sure he's done a tremendous job, uh, you know, for the last few years going really 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 at it, and finally you know he was able to to break to break a lot to break a, um all the breaks uh, I'm sure but probably huge streak here and there. So but but uh, of course you gotta you got you gotta you gotta love the fact that you know he's Going out on an extremely positive, positive, positive. Yeah. Yeah, very, very, very good point. Yeah, like I said, we, we, we don't, I mean, like we said, we think maybe it's because, like I said earlier, he wants to spend time with his family, however, and that's understandable. But like I said, Fonzie says maybe it's because of something else. Like I said, we're finding out all the details. I mean, Trot said this. I haven't found out already why he did it. Why Sally Cap. Yeah, it's possible you're right. He's I mean, Trotz, I mean, Trotz, like, yeah, he's 55. He's like, getting 1.5. Then, because they won the Stanley Cup, he got a 1.8. So okay, so okay, it was it was salary base. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah. Okay, so there we go. But uh, like I said, the funny thing about uh, Trotz, though, Chad, and I'm sure you'll be amazed about this. He went 205.89, however, in four years with Washington. However, like I said, the best record in the league. But again, this is his comments are. Again, he's 55. This is what he said. Brian McKellen said, however, however, this after the team's uh, parade last week. He just won a cup. If he wants to be back, he'll be back. These are my kids. This is a pretty special group. We'll talk. I'm not worried one way or another. But Trot said the following, however, after the parade. We've got lots of good things going. We'll work through what we need to do. If that's what they want, then something will get done. If not, we'll deal with it. So apparently, there you go. That's, I mean, what, 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 more, what more can you say? I mean, yeah, right, exactly. What, what, what more can you say? I mean, the thing is, I mean, he's going. I can say he's going out on top. I mean, like his team just mm-hmm. won the Stanley Cup, right? I mean, there you go. I mean, what, what better way to, to do that than, 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 than retire as? As you know, the Stanley Cup Championship Coach of the Year. I mean, yeah, there you right, go. exactly. There you go. So, I mean, yeah. he, he's he's nothing to be ashamed of, man. Besides, you know, as I've, all, I've always said here, because you've heard me say his name many times, family does come first. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. 
Bob Wise said you can't spend. You don't. I'm sorry, but but you can't. You, you don't have the opportunity to spend time with your family all the all the time. So mm-hmm. I mean, so, but so something like this. I mean, he he has nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, he, that's well deserved and all that. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean, like I said, you know who one of these days he knows he may pop back up. He may be. Like I said, that's a very, very good point. Very good point indeed. And like I said, we nothing, wishing nothing but the best one. Like I said, uh, there is talk, however, of course, Alex Ovechkin might be in a new contract after this year. I mean, who knows how many more years he'll play more and how much he'll get in money as far as that goes. Same with T.J. O.C. O.C. I should say not O.C. I meant to say O.C. And of course, uh, one of the bigger goons of the NHL. And John, I know I riff on about this guy quite a bit. Is Tom Wilson. But like I said, the Caps deserve what they got. They had a great season. They had a great postseason. And like I said, we wish them nothing but success throughout the summer with Lord Stanley's Cup, obviously. But again, we're coming for that next year. And at the same time, Howard, now you got to go after a big-name coach. Who that'll be and who that might be, we don't know yet. But we'll be watching carefully. But again, this is a surprise thing. Not even two weeks or yeah, two and a half weeks after winning the Cup, Howard, and having one of the best postseasons in recent memory, Howard, the Washington Capitals let their well, – I wouldn't say would them, didn't let them go. The Washington Capitals I'll say goodbye to their coach, who today, as we said just a few hours ago, with one year left on his contract, Howard, with the Capitals, going into this next season, Howard, announced his resignation. Uh, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four or one three eight seven four four pounds here at 61818 here for episode 146, the Heartbreak Kid, myself, the Iceman, of course, Mr. W. Chad, and Sean, of course, the human suplex machine joining you, Howard, as we are winding down here on another glorious Monday, shall we say. Uh, that being said, Howard, we're going to talk about the big thing, obviously, Howard, now, and that is the Money in the Bank men's match. Braun Strowman, the beast. Uh, this is the one I think all of us got right except one person in the panel. I'm not going to say who, but let's just say I told her so, if you will. Uh, John, I'll start with you this time. Your thoughts about Braun winning Money in the Bank? Oh, I'm glad that he did it. And do we see him maybe cash it in in Brooklyn against Brock Lesnar and leave Brooklyn with the title? Yeah. Chad, what about you? Your thoughts? If, if if the rumors are true and Brock is going to the UFC, you know, if there was a lot of talk about putting that thing on Roman Reigns, then I think their minds may have just been changed by son. I think Braun Strowman deserves to be the next Universal Champion. No, no, no. Of course, you know, I, I, someone asked me this today, and I've often heard this is the case. There could be that possibility that he may end up, you know, you know, uh, you know, changing brands sometime down the road. And if that's the case, that could be the next challenge for agent. Who knows? So. Yeah, that, that, that's a very good possibility. You never know. Very good point indeed, though. But like I said, I, I would have to agree with you. And, and, John, I kind of agree with what you're saying, however, too. I think we'll have to wait and see. But I think that Brock will be uh, the next, I mean, we'll have to, at some point to be told by management or Paul Heyman will tell him directly, hey, you're going to have to start making appearances before you get out of your contract with us, out with WWE, and head back to UFC with me or take take you with me to UFC. Otherwise, however, then what's the point, you know? But we're going to have to wait and see. Very very good points there from both of you guys. Fonzie, uh, you have the final word on this. Uh, go ahead with your thoughts on this, please. <laughs> Can he cash the SmackDown too if he wanted to? No, no. He only won the Raw title. He can only go after the Universal title, which would be Lesnar at Unless this point. Unless he gets drafted. Unless, Unless he, he gets, gets drafted. drafted, like Chad said. Yes, right. Yeah. I think he could. Yeah. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's a very good possibility. Yeah. 
That's a very good point. Go to Harry Styles and say, hey, I'm, you know, whatever, because they're both going to be on the extreme rules. Right, so, right. That's that's very true. That is a good point. Yeah, but, you know, Brock Lesnar, you're not going to see him until SummerSlam. So, okay. Braun Strowman is not going to wait until then. He's going to, he wanted to cash it in. Yeah. Or wait, wait yeah. to, to the right time and get Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Just like just like Alexa Bliss did last night, she wait mm-hmm. for the right time. Boom, she cashed it in, and that was it. Right. It was, right. So, Good point. Very, 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 very good point, though. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. you guys bring up some good points there. Very good, interesting Mr. analysis from Mr. Monster in the Bank. Well, like him. I said, yeah, you can definitely call Mr. Monster in the Bank. I mean, after coming out of those lives, and I mean, I will say one thing. I mean, I always give this guy. I'm one of the few people on the show, and I give credit to this guy. I know John would too. Fonzie, you kind of a mixed background. Yeah, you give him a good deal of credit too. Uh, out of all the guys in the that were in the Masters, like the one guy I think that stood out for me that was my second choice behind Braun that had a chance of winning and I even said this all last week was Kevin Owens. I thought Kevin Owens as much as Kevin Owens has been uh, kissing butt with management, he had a very good strong chance I feel to walk out of there with the title in his hands and he's coming close to do. I mean he will get it back at some point. I just think our last night our, it wasn't his night but I did think he put up a pretty good performance our, with the other performers in this match and I think he came damn close to winning that title last night. He really did. Yeah, I said the Miz was the Miz had an opportunity to catch that. That's and right. Reach. You're you're right about that too. On yeah, yeah, you bring up, you bring up a good point. The Miz also had a good opportunity. Yeah, you're right. The Miz the Miz was close, and like I said, and, and Chad was about to say to answer my question. Good point. You were right about the Miz. I would give Miz too. But you were saying something about uh, Kevin Owens. Go ahead, Chad. No, what I was saying is that Kevin Owens was the one that Braun Strowman threw off the ladder to get it. They threw him through two tables. That's what I right. heard. Right, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so, I mean, yeah. yeah, there you go. So there you have it, guys. Our thoughts about Money in the Bank. Um, overall, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give this about a 7.5. John, what was your rating? 7. Dad? I said about 5. Ooh, okay. And Fonzie? I said nine and a half. You're going a little higher than all of us. Okay. So, okay let, me, let me tell you what dragged it down for me. Let me tell you what dragged it down. Good. While so we were talking about came true, it was expected. The one thing that dragged it down was the Raw Women's Match. That was the one thing that dragged it down for me because no, because that was that a money the bank cash in is always unexpected. And the thing about it is, I mean, you even made this point just a little while ago, JD. I think Alexa Alexa Bliss cashed in way too soon. Mm-hmm. And I think she's just impatient because she has all of this. And quote is saying she wants to go after that belt by any means necessary. And sure enough, like I said, she she this was the only opportunity she had, and she took it. And I mean, it was just the impatience overshadowing her. That was pretty. Yeah. Much, other than that, other matches were the other matches compared to that. You know, I mean, I mean, of course, the sleep the sleep match obviously was was gender and Roman. Right. But other than that, I mean, but the rest of them I thought was pretty good. But I think the Raw Women's thing. But I thought, well, I mean, I was interested for Ronda to win her first belt. 
I really yeah, would. Oh, I know. I understand. I, for me, for the reason why I gave it a seven, and it was because of that, I give you that too. But I also think you just mentioned Roman and Jinder. The other match that I, I think we all talked about this last week, all of us, including everyone else on the panel, was definitely Bobby and Sammy. Uh, to me, the match I think that really got really overlooked out of all the matches last night, and John will back me, and I know Fonzie will too, was Rollins and Elias. I think Elias showed for the first, I mean, I wouldn't say for the first time, but Elias just continues to get bigger and bigger. As much as we don't like him, Elias continues to wow everyone every week. Just with the way his ability, his attitude is, he goes out there and he tries to deliver a pretty good, a decent match. And last night he definitely showed again, while hanging with Seth Rollins, he can hang with a guy like Rollins going 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and they don't get me wrong, like I said, I mean, I've seen him wrestle. He he and he's not a bad. He's he, he, he got he's got he's great amount of talent. I mean, no. if he didn't, then he would have put would have wouldn't have brought him up to Raw in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. the man's got talent. I never I, one thing I've never said is that the man doesn't have it. He's got it. Right. But the thing, but the thing about it is, I mean, how, but do you think at this? I mean, at some point down the road, you got to look at it. is this gimmick going to continue to last? Or, or do you think it's? Or do you, at some point, do you think they may have well, to end that's, that's a good question. Let, let's let's throw that out right now. That's that's a very good question you bring up right now. And I'll, I'll since you just brought it up, Power, I'll, I'll ask you that question before I ask John and Fonzie the question. Okay. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that they they come up with different gimmicks for every single superstar. They've been doing that for years. We all know that. Those of us who have been watching wrestling for. Some some a lot shorter than than others. Some back in, from back in the day, whenever we, we thought wrestling was really really cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, you know, they've often changed. Yeah, I mean, there were some that they never changed and it worked. But nowadays things have changed big time up to the point to where they are panicking and they're changing them prematurely. Uh-huh. And my per my personal take on it, I'm, I'm, as far as the Elias thing. Yes, right now it's working for the man. Yes, it's the guitar thing. Him, you know, pretending, pretending to sing. Uh, <laughs> the best way I could say it. Uh, yeah, it, it's working for him. I'm, I mean, that I mean, stay with what's working for you. But the thing they're going to have to look at this somewhere down the road. He starts becoming more and more popular. He's going to, get, he, they're going to put get him off that kick. They're going to put give him something. But they also have to hope and pray that it does not, it doesn't, it doesn't come through. You know. They don't do something that is going to end up, you know, kind of damaging the man's career. I mean, the man right now is on a good, good, steady roll. He had a good opportunity to go after the belt. He came very, very close. I've heard many, many people say it today. So, I mean, you know, he's not, I mean, but like somewhere down the road, they're going to have to probably because changing. And not necessarily change it, maybe tweak it. We'll say it that way. Tweak the gimmick. And then who knows? And it, 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 could, it could work for him. I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have to wait and see. We're going to definitely have to wait and see. There's no no question about it. I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions. I mean, obviously tonight with them being in Grand Rapids and everything like that, we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks ahead, Howard. In the meantime, however, is that time of the day. Yes, folks. Dun, 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 dun. Drum roll, please. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Yes, thank you very much. We have a, a good bit to talk about. We do uh, our raw range and predictions here every Monday, however, and of course, as we said, however, things are getting interesting as we are wrapping up June very, very soon and soon to 
kick off July, but like I said, folks, summer officially begins this Thursday, Howard, so the last few days of spring, going into summer, Howard, which feels like summer, and it's going to feel like summer here, at least for the next couple more days here, wherever you're at, and I'm sure it's summer all year long, wherever you're at, Howard. We're going to talk about what is going to happen tonight with our raw ratings and predictions in Grand Rapids, Michigan, however, and I want to remind everyone again tonight, 11.30 p.m., Howard, on Facebook.com, on GRHS, Facebook.com, and John, I do have to talk to you after the show about something about that, by the way. Uh, we will talk. Uh, John will have a lot to talk about, including TakeOver, his thoughts about Grand Rapids, and any other wrestling and uh, non-wrestling news talking about. I'm sure the Capitals' uh, coaching resignation is going to be one of the big discussions on the table tonight. And I'm sure he might talk a little bit about the U.S. Open, but not a lot. And, of course, but the big things will be TakeOver and Money in the Bank, as well as Raw, and then a preview for SmackDown coming up tomorrow night in Toledo, Ohio. In the meantime, we're going to start it off, however, with our Raw tonight, but we'll be back in a second, so hold on two seconds, guys. We'll get your thoughts in a minute. I'll be right back. Let's see here. Uh, also, I will go ahead and mention here that uh, about the concerning NXT TakeOver, folks, I'm going to mention about one that. thing. Don't worry. All right, I'm back. Uh, Sorry about I that. I, I wanted to add before you do the ratings. I mean, sure. mention this. Me mention this. Yeah. Yes. Because of the because of the uh, we were all kind of kind of uh, taken aback to what happened in the uh, last few minutes of the Chicago street fight at NXT Takeover Chicago. Yes, the bed that was made on Saturday night between the Empress and Marie Rickenbach and the Iceman Sergey Duramo on that match. What we have officially decided to do yes. is that we have officially decided is that Anne Anne made the bet and all, and we thought that you know her man Gargano was going to. Had had won it, had set it on online, but yep. for some odd reason, we were all taken into shock about the situation. Therefore, Chiampa won. That meant JD won the bet, and Ann had to put up one of her belts. Well, the thing about it is, since it was announced beforehand that Ann, that 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 JD was going to have to do it, well, uh, what we did is, is like I said, we are going to have a title versus title match between Ann and JD. Uh, J, uh, Ann. Say, so, so JD, you said uh, you put up the NWO US World Heavyweight title. And I believe Ann said she would put up the XWF US World that Heavyweight correct, title. Yes. As, and we, so, will, and we will probably have that, that match. match could happen this week. So that's what we'll keep it going. Yes, so I was going to say, will we have that match this week? That is correct. Yes, folks. We will okay, be so ahead, up so up go ahead and finish up for it. All right. Thank you very much, Chad. Yes, indeed. Chad is right about that. Ann and myself will have a match due to the fact of what happened in that big Chicago street fight that did happen on Saturday night in Chicago. And again, folks, if you thought that match in New Orleans was good, however, you definitely have to watch the Chicago street fight. It was even better than the New Orleans match. But in the meantime, as we said, we are going to be wrapping up here just a few moments before we close out with our theme today. Let's get uh, everyone's raw range of predictions for tonight's show. We'll start it off, of course, obviously enough, however, with the man who the last two weeks has actually called it right on the money, however, and that is the heartbreak hit, Fonzie. So, Fonzie, can you make it three for three? What do you got for us this week, Howard, in Grand Rapids as far as our main event and our raw rating? Well, when I told you last night or this today, I'm not sure. I think it was today. Um, I can't remember. But go on. Well, you know, you know the crybaby's going to start off the show. Yep. Uh, Ninja Mahal is going to come out yep. uh, crying and whining that he got robbed. Uh, it was a fluke. Mm-hmm. You know why he is. But 
think you're gonna see I was gonna wait this much was gonna wait until extreme rules. Uh-huh. But can it happen tonight? Can it happen? You never know. Um I'm going to say the triple threat match mm-hmm. between the champion, Alexa Bliss. Yep. Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. And Ronda Rousey. Okay. And what is our number? For the, for, for the title. Yep. It'll be a triple threat. Yep. And the, the winner is going to... The winner is, is going to be... Um, Ronda Rousey, uh-huh. and I think it's going to stay the same, uh-huh. uh, 1.9. Okay. Thank you very much, Sarah Fonzie. John, you're next. What do you got for us? Uh, I think we'll see Seth defend his Intercontinental title against somebody. Okay. And what's your I don't know who, but I'm giving it a 2.0. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Seth will defend the belt, too. And I'm going to say how he will defend it against Jason Jordan. And I think the number will be 2.0. Chad, you have the final call. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be it's, it's going to be a unique thing. It's, it's sort of like this. So this is the aftermath of, uh, this is the aftermath, of course, of Money in the Bank. Uh Great calls, guys, on all the matches. Yeah, very good calls, guys. Very good calls, indeed. Indeed. Very good calls indeed, yes. I've got to say, though, you know, I like what Fonzie said you know, at the beginning, how Ginger's going to whine about the fact that he lost to Roman and all that last night. Mm-hmm. But I think also it could tie in with the fact that Elias may end up doing something, maybe one of the same things for not winning the IC belt. So mm-hmm. what I think is going to happen, it's going to be a tag match pitting Rollins and Reigns versus Mahal and Elias. Mm, I like it, okay. So I mean, it's just a, that's just a shot in the dark. That's the one. And the rating, the rating. Yes. I'm going to spike it up a little bit. I'm not going to take any chances. Two point oh five. Two point oh five. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, like I said, we'll see, guys. We will definitely see. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it is, like we say, quitting time here at the Raw Radio Desk Hour, but we will be back next Monday. We will have a lot more to talk about Extreme Rules. We'll have the latest news headlines going on in the sports and entertainment world. Of course, we'll keep you updated on Extreme Rules again, 11.30 p.m., GRHS, Facebook.com. Tonight, John will have a lot to talk about TakeOver, uh, Money in the Bank, and Raw, which will be an interesting show in Grand Rapids, of course, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we do want to thank our very good friends for coming in today, Mr. WCW himself, of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, of course, the human suplex machine. Again, John, I want to talk to you after the show. And also, we had a very special guest, however, that joined us. However, hopefully he'll be back with us next week. It's my good friend from Wisconsin was supposed to call in. Unfortunately, he did not make it tonight, however. But he did say, however, maybe next week, folks, guys, he'll try to make it. However, I'll introduce you guys all to him. He's a nice guy. Uh, he's a pretty good guy. And, of course, he is uh, up there in the chief state of Wisconsin. So, there you have it, folks. Of course, as Chad said, we got a lot to uh, cover the bases this week. However, to use the old baseball terminology, of course, uh, later this week, John, of course, will be attending a baseball game. Of course, he will not be with us on the Wednesday night show. However, unfortunately, I think it's this Wednesday, right, John? 
Yeah. Okay, so John will not give us on any of the shows this Wednesday, so we will be uh, minus the human suplex machine for the birthdays and dates this week, however, but he will be back on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, to give you your birthdays and dates, however, but he will not be joining us in a couple nights from now. But, folks, be sure to check out John's Facebook video each and every week, however, you all have a lot to talk about the latest news headlines and everything, as well as everyone else as well. And as we take you out tonight, John's going to like hearing this, however, we have a unique movie theme closing for you all, however, and, of course, we'll talk to you all again next week at episode 147. It is from one of John's favorite movies and one of my favorite movies from 1971, if you will. It is from uh, Lalo Schifrin, however, and it is the theme to Dirty Harry. Yes, folks, Dirty Harry Callahan, if you will. So, folks, we have our 357 Magnums ready to go as well as our 44 Revolvers ready to go to close out the show. We will talk to you again next week and again later on, of course, tomorrow night, however, with our two for Tuesdays. We start off our Tuesday in style, however. So for now, for the human suplex machine, for Mr. WCW US himself, however, ladies and gentlemen, and for the heartbreak kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. We will talk to you soon. Have a great Monday night. Stay warm. Stay safe out there, please, with this heat you made. Whatever you do, and stay hydrated, too. We'll talk to you again soon. So for now, here's our closing theme as we close out for the evening. John, again, I will talk to you after the show for just a second as well. So here we go with our closing theme today. Thank <laughs> you.